Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. There were a couple of major tragedies that happened last weekend. One is getting a lot of coverage, and the other is not. This loss of life is without a doubt a terrible thing, and we mourn for those that have lost loved ones because of this evil. I think it is useful to take a look at what happened, what the response is, what is being called for because of these tragedies, and what realistically should be done to help lessen the chances of these kind of things from ever happening again. We will not be using the names of these killers so as to not let them have their notoriety that they so crave. But from the AP News, on Saturday afternoon, a white gunman in military gear attacked shoppers and workers at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York, killing 10 black people. Another black person and two white people were wounded, and officials are investigating the shooting as a hate crime. So, what happened? A white 18-year-old wearing body armor and live streaming with a helmet camera opened fire at around 2.30 p.m. Saturday outside Topps Friendly Market. It's a supermarket in a predominantly black neighborhood of Buffalo. The gunman broadcast the shooting to a small audience on Twitch, which uh, said it removed the video from its platform in less than two minutes. According to police, the gunman began shooting in a parking lot. Inside, he exchanged gunfire with a security guard who was killed before stalking through the aisles and shooting shoppers. At one point, He trained his weapon on a white person cowering behind a checkout counter, but says sorry and doesn't shoot, as seen on portions of the the live stream video circulating online. When police confronted the gunman in the store's uh, vestibule, he put his rifle to his own neck, but surrendered and dropped the gun with coaxing from the officers. Now, who is this suspect? Well, police have identified the gunman. Now, we won't hear, like I said, at Uncommon Sense, uh, be identifying or or using his name. But the gunman is from uh, Conklin, New York. Conklin is a small town about 200 miles southeast of Buffalo, uh, not far from the Pennsylvania state line. Officials said the, the rifle he used in the attack was purchased legally but the magazines he used for ammunition uh, for uh, ammunition were not allowed to be sold in New York. After the shooting, he appeared before a judge in a paper uh, medical gown and was arraigned on murder charges where he pleaded not guilty. Now, a document circulated widely online outlines the shooter's um, the, the shooter racist and anti-immigrant uh, and anti-Semitic beliefs. Among them was a desire to drive all people not of European descent from the U.S. The document seems to draw inspiration from the gunman who killed 51 people at two mosques in in, uh, Christchurch, New Zealand in 2019. Authorities said the gunman had researched local demographics and conducted 
reconnaissance as part of his efforts to target black people. The document also says he considered killing more people after the supermarket, including people on the street and perhaps at another store. Authorities say that he had made a general threat at a uh, Saskatchewan uh, Valley High School uh, that, that last June that resulted in state police uh, being called. And he was 17 at the time and underwent a medical health evaluation at a hospital. Well, police said that the 13 victims, including the wounded, ranged uh, in age from 20 to 86. Uh, the 10 dead included Aaron Salter, a retired Buffalo police officer working as a security guard at the store. Salter fired multiple shots at the assailant. He, he, he was uh, said to have been, um, had, had struck uh, the body armor at least once, although the bullet did not pierce that body armor. Officials called him a hero, uh, we would call him that as well, who saved lives by running toward danger. A, a local resident said he uh, cared about the community and looked after the store. So um, this, this individual uh, bought an AR-15 style rifle used in, in the shooting at, at the uh, store in Endicott, New York, um, within the past few months. And this was according to the store's owner. Uh, Robert Donald, owner of Vintage Firearms, told ABC News and the New York Times that that he has uh, records of the purchase, but does not remember selling the rifle to him. He said the government passed an instant background check on the day that he bought the weapon. And he said federal agents informed him that the rifle he sold to him was used in the shooting. Quote, I mean, who would do this? Donald told ABC News. I've been open since 1993, and this is the first time there has been any kind of problem. Uh, there has been a, a, a big reaction to this shooting, and, and of course, appropriately so. But the response is very different than many other shootings. For instance, from the same weekend, the LA Times reports, the suspect in a shooting that killed one person and injured five at a Taiwanese church in Laguna Woods appeared to be motivated by political hatred of Taiwan, officials said on Monday. The shooter, who is from Las Vegas, left notes in Chinese in his car stating he did not believe Taiwan should be independent from China, said Orange County Sheriff Don Barnes. Well, we believe, based on what we discovered so far, that he specifically targeted the Taiwanese community, and this is one representation of that Taiwanese community, Barnes said. The FBI has opened a federal crime hate crimes investigation into the shooting, which happened Sunday around 1.30 p.m. Officials said the suspect secured uh, church doors with chains and tried to disable locks with superglue. He also attempted to nail at least one door shut, Barnes said. Bags containing magazines of ammunition, as well as as four Molotov cocktail-like incendiary devices, were found at the scene. And officials recovered two firearms at the scene, both 9mm semi-automatic pistols, uh, purchased lawfully in Las Vegas, according to an official with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. So, we have a Chinese legal immigrant with a hatred 
of Chinese people or of, of Taiwanese people that shoots up a Taiwanese church here in America. But is there 24-7 coverage of this hate crime? Is President Biden flying out to California? What about when a black man killed people at a Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin? A White House press secretary, Karen Jean Jean-Pierre, gave a really lame, weak answer when she was asked why Biden would visit Buffalo after the killing of, of 10 people over the weekend by the uh, the uh, the white supremacist there but but had not even visited Waukesha after the alleged killing of six people by a black motorist quote how come the president is visiting buffalo after a senseless tragedy there but he couldn't visit Waukesha after six were killed and 61 injured in an attack on christmas on the christmas parade there and this was actually a, a question from fox news Peter uh, Ducey, a quote, I mean, he's visited many communities, Jean-Pierre said, quote, Buffalo, he was, you know, he's able to go tomorrow to Buffalo um, uh, before the trip. That was something that was important for him to do, but he has visited many other communities. Buffalo is not the first community, sadly, that he has to go up to because of a violent attack. Uh, that's not the, the first one. So he's been to many others, she protested. <laughs> After Waukesha attack, former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said Biden had no plans to visit Waukesha, arguing, well, any president going to visit a community requires a lot of assets and requires taking their resources. Newsweek noted. The 39-year-old black male who allegedly killed six people and injured dozens more at the Christmas parade in Wisconsin last November 21st by driving an SUV into a crowded report, uh, crowd reportedly kept driving with his head out the window after a body on the windshield blocked his view. He faces a total of 77 charges in the incident that left six people dead and dozens more injured. So Biden has no interest in helping the families of those killed by a black racist heel. But he goes within days of the, of the white racist killer killing blacks in, in Buffalo. And, and speaking of those in Buffalo, the New York Post reports relatives of Buffalo's supermarket slaughter uh, suspect are telling the, the Post on Monday that the teen likely snapped because of his paranoia and isolation from the pandemic. They added that they had no clue that he was an alleged white supremacist and and said he clearly needed help after threatening his school classmates almost a year ago, although they aren't sure that he actually ever got it. (laughs) Quote, he was very paranoid about getting COVID, extremely paranoid, to the point that his friends were saying, that he would wear a hazmat suit to school. And then he got COVID just a few weeks ago. He went to family functions with a respirator on. And he totally wasn't going to get COVID. And then he got COVID. They were vaxxed 
to the max, a family member said. I don't know if it was a bad case. I just know he caught it. That's the only way to say it. And when you're home all day on the internet, you're missing out on human contact, a relative said. There's a lot of emotions and a lot of body language you're not getting as when when you see their face. Before Saturday, Saturday's slaughter, the, the killer wrote a rambling 180-page white supremacist manifesto that spewed a racist philosophy and outlined his step-by-step plans for massacre. massacre. Law enforcement sources have have, uh, said about this. In the chilling document, the teen described how he'd become uh, radicalized online because of extreme boredom during the earliest days of the pandemic. As for a threatening massive uh, massive, uh, at, at at the school in June last last year, in which he was asked about his future plans. He responded that he wanted to commit a slay suicide. The question is, what was done after the evaluation? At the time, state police responding to that incident took him to the hospital for a physical evaluation, or I'm sorry, a psychic evaluation. But he was released after a day and a half. Quote, There should have been light bulbs going off, a family member said. This kid should have been in some kind of empathy training that teaches him these are human beings. The shooter, who traveled about 200 miles from his home in Conklin, New York, was taken into custody minutes after he carried out the racially motivated attack. So let's look at the manifesto. The the Buffalo shooter posted a, a, a... white supremacist manifesto, as I said, the, and, and claimed in the 180-page diatribe that um, through his research, the self-described white supremacist and anti-Semite came to see low white birth rates around the world as a crisis that will ultimately result in the complete racial and cultural replacement of the European people. He mentioned other radically motivated killings and said that he mostly agreed with the killer who live-streamed his own attack uh, that killed 51 people attending a New Zealand mosque in in March of 2019. He said he started planning uh, the attack in January and chose the Topps supermarket in Buffalo because it was the highest black population percentage uh, by zip code, and it wasn't far away from the Southern Tier Home. Uh, A section of the manifesto details his step-by-step plans for the day, including the corned beef hash that he would eat for breakfast, how he would drive to Buffalo and scout out the supermarket, uh, the way that he would wear his body armor and carry his gun, and how he would post a live stream online. He allegedly carried out the attack uh, uh, at 3 p.m., uh, instead of the plan 4 p.m. The, the madman also stopped his attack before a planned rampage through the neighborhood. Of the 13 people he shot at the supermarket, 11 were black, officials said, including the, the hero that we talked about, the security guard, uh, a former Buffalo cop who was among those killed. He used almost 100 pages of this manifesto to describe his guns, his body armor, gear and clothing, 
uh, choices and, and, and right down to a, a, a minute detail of what he wanted to do. So this brings us up to the question, what are the gun laws in New York? We've heard a lot about that recently. And then uh, the New York Daily News says that state laws, um, state law prohibits people under 21 from obtaining a permit for handguns. But long guns, such as the Bushmaster XM15, can be purchased starting at 18. Quote, since I've lived in New York, I've had to buy a cucked version of this before illegally modifying it, the killer wrote. He also added that he uh, could have even bought a New York safe featureless rifle, but uh, what kind of cuck does that, he says. Uh, New York state law bars the, the sale of magazine, um, the kind of magazine that uh, that has a capacity of more than 10 rounds. Authorities said the shooter wearing body armor and live streaming his attack fired roughly 50 rounds during the attack. Uh, according to the Giffords Law Center to Prevent Gun Violence, eight states and the Dis- District of Columbia have banned large-capacity ammunition magazines for rifles and handguns. The laws in the in the district and and most of, of those states, California, Connecticut, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, and Vermont, and they're trying to get it here in Washington, limit the number of, uh, of allowable rounds to 10. The government planned ahead for the maximum amount of damage, officials said. In his rampage uh, screed, the suspect said he deliberately loaded heavier rounds to use in an, in an, an initially vo- uh, volley uh, to penetrate the glass in the front of the supermarket where he expected the security guard would be keeping watch. He then loaded lighter rounds deeper in, in the magazine so that he could use them to uh, target shoppers and other victims in the store. Um, he, he apparently, uh, did not have full confidence in, in his uh, rifle that he had. Authorities said that he had a Mossberg shotgun and a Savage Axis XP rifle in his car for backup. Another disturbing story to come out of this shoot, shooting, uh, that, uh, that even the, the, the government run 911 system failed. A 911 dispatcher, get this, accused, uh, of, of, uh, shouting at, and hanging up on a worker who was hiding at the Buffalo supermarket as Saturday's uh, racially motivated mass shooting took place has been put on administrative leave and faces firing, officials said. The Erie County uh, dispatcher, who was not identified, shouted at the female employee and demanded to know why she was whispering before hanging up on the worker, told the Buffalo News. The call was placed as an 18-year-old suspect was spraying the, the top's friendly market with gunfire in a horrific attack that left 10 dead and, of course, three wounded. Quote, she was yelling at me, saying, why are you whispering? You don't have to whisper. The employee identified as Letitia, an assistant manager, uh, office manager at the market, told the newspaper, quote, I was telling her, Ma'am, he's still in the store. He's shooting. I'm scared for my life and I don't want him to hear me. Can you please send help? And she got mad at me and hung up in my face. Letitia told the paper that she had to phone her boyfriend and have him call 911 to report the shooting. 
It is not yet clear who hung up first, but uh, Letitia told the Buffalo News, I felt that lady left me to die yesterday. So let's review, (laughs) can we? We have a fairly disturbed teenager that has isolated himself from others because of COVID. He is so fearful of the virus even though he is vaccinated and boosted up, as they say, he he goes to school and family functions in a full hazmat suit and even a, a face respirator. This teenager, gripped with fear, starts to worry about a, a lot of other things. He he starts to subscribe to white supremacy and anti-Semitic theories. He decides before even graduating from high school that he's going to be a mass murderer and then commit suicide. I mean, he even even tells a teacher at his school what he wants to do. This teacher did the right thing and reports the conversation. It probably was really, in my mind, not that hard of a thing to do as someone talking like this through a hazmat suit would probably be pretty easy to believe. But the police do the right thing by taking him in for evaluation. But that's where things really deteriorate. His mental evaluation lasts a day and a half in which time he is released. Nothing is done to get him help or flag him as a threat in any way. Uh, many are are calling for more red flag laws. Now, these laws, red, if you don't know what red flag laws are, these laws allow authorities to confiscate the weapons of individuals just at the word of someone else saying that you are a danger to them. So your family member that has a beef with you, let's say, um, they they can they can say that 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 you are a danger to yourself or them and the police can then come in and take your guns at just the, your your family member's word that that's what a red flag law is the, obviously in this case we can see these laws did not protect those in, in Buffalo New York so why would we want more of them? I mean, this teenager was a shining example, a poster boy of someone that would qualify for these laws and they didn't work. More of those laws will just absolutely do no good. Then there, this, this killer applies to purchase a gun. Did the mental evaluation that he had done in the day and a half that he spent there stop this person from getting it? Nope. Predictably, there are a lot of liberal politicians and news commentators and the like that are calling for more gun control laws. I mean, it's, it's, it's predictable. It's like they, they, they have all of these, these stories and things just set aside waiting for the next shooting. It didn't stop this gunman from shooting up this supermarket. The, the gun control laws didn't stop him at all. 
Why would more gun control laws make any difference? In fact, in fact, the gun control laws in this case actually got people killed. One of the reasons that this killer picked this spot was that he knew that there were a lot of gun control laws, that the people in the store were very likely not to be carrying any kind of gun. Concealed carry laws are very strict there, and and he knew that the security guard would be the only one with a weapon. He knew what kind of weapon the guard would have and what kind of ammunition that would be in it. He knew how many bullets the guard would have and where the guard would be located. That's why he loaded the the one type of ammunition that would go through the glass first, because he knew all of this. This killer wore the kind of body armor that would protect him from what the security guard would be armed with. And just like he thought, when the guard did fire at him, it did not penetrate the shooter's vest. What if there had been others in the store that would have been armed? Would he have even chosen the location in the first place? He definitely would not have known where these individuals were and been so free to just walk up and down the aisles shooting anyone he pleased. So in this case, and many others, it is the strict gun control laws that are helping the shooters, not the victims. The criminals are are going to to get weapons. They're going to get magazines and ammunition. They're going to get those things and, and whatever they're going to get whatever they want to carry out their evil plans. The question is, are there going to be citizens there with the weapons to stop them? These gun control laws are making it harder and harder for that to be the case. And now now see we 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 see so many leftists right now that are trying to make political gains by calling for more of these terrible laws to be passed. So, number one, we see the system failed in identifying an obvious threat that advertises what he's going to do ahead of time. He, he even had social media sites where he told those that were invited what what he was about to do even just 30 minutes before he did it there there was a discord channel that that the, the the investigators are now looking into where he was inviting people there and people were there number 2 we see a failure of the system of gun control laws to protect the victims in fact we know that it actually may have caused more death because the killer knew what to expect and there was nobody there with a gun to stop him. Number three, we see liberal politicians trying to make political gains off of the tragedy and that is disgusting. And number four, we we see a predictable media that are covering it nonstop. Why? Because it was a white teenager killing black individuals. Yet, when other killings motivated by race and and hate occur, 
there is very little said. And number five, we see a very good example of what happens when you put your faith <laughs> and, and really put your life in the hands of the government. In this case, even the 911 system failed the victims. We're asked all the time, just, just, you know, don't have guns. Don't, don't, don't have a gun in your home. It's, it, you're, you're not going to be safe. Uh, you know, we, we need more laws to, you know, you, you only need a little gun to maybe hunt deer every now and again, if, if you're one of those rednecks or something. But, you know, it, it, but other than that, you know, you, you just need to give up your guns here. Why don't you, why don't you give up your gun and we'll give you this money and we'll go ahead and melt them down and we'll get rid of them and everybody will be safer. Put your hands in uh, put put your your life in, in our hands. Make sure that that uh, that that we can protect you. That you don't protect yourself. Well, let's try something new. Let's call for less gun control laws and see if maybe we also see less gun violence. Good guys with with guns stop bad guys with guns all the time. And yet, all you see after every one of these tragedies is a call for more gun laws. Remember, the unlawful don't follow laws. Only the lawful do. You may agree with me on this. You may disagree with me on this. And I, I, I don't like covering these type of things. The, 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 these tragedies, we, I hate to see them happen. But I also hate to see the reaction of what happens afterwards with all the call for more and more of these laws that are actually getting people killed. You may not agree with that. I would love to have that, that discussion with you. You can always do that at UncommonSensePodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.